This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. And special guest, Wade. Hi, guys. Great to be here. <laughs> All right. I, I always enjoy the unbridled enthusiasm that Wade brings to the beginning of every episode. Mm-hmm. I, still only... think he, I still think he peaked early with, hey, it's me, Wade. <laughs> and downhill since. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I always, like, I always peak early. You're like, a, you're like an aging child, child star now in the throes of heroin and... In depression. Yeah, regular Haley Joe Osmond over here. Ah, uh, but I mean, come on. He was in Sixth Sense, then he was in Tusk. Yeah, but he got fat like afterwards. I got skinnier. Oh, okay. oh no, he's he's mm-hmm. he's well adjusted though. <laughs> he's not like Macaulay Culkin or. That's true. Amanda Bynes. Or Plus, he did, the, he did that promo for Always Sunny. That's right. That was hilarious. And he was in a uh, Spoils of Babylon. There you go. Who was he? Yeah. You know what? Let's just change the topic. Let's just talk about Haley Joel Osment for <laughs> the next 45 minutes. He was the bad guy in the Entourage movie, so there, there you go. Yeah. Playing himself or for somebody else? Somebody else, like some southern oh. son of a Hell. southern oil baron. I think, Jeff, I think you're the only one I know that's seen the Entourage <laughs> movie, by the way. Didn't do too well at the box office. That was when I was on my break. I had nothing to do. Come on. Don't hold, <laughs> don't hold it against me. All right, well, this episode we're going to be talking about Hot Fuzz. Scott, go. All right, we've talked a lot, or at least I've talked a lot about Edgar Wright in previous podcasts. Wait, should we do this in uh, English accents? <laughs> Oi! I think that's a that's a horrible idea. If, if you want to chime in with the English accent every once in a while, that's fine. Okay. Considering your, your English accent tends to turn into... Uh, Somewhere between it. somewhere between John Malkovich and <laughs> oh, go ahead, Jeff. Why, why, don't, why don't you give us a sample? I, I want to know between John Malkovich and who. I let's let's hear the English accent. No, it's got to come natural. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, this is a British a British movie. Uh, Edgar Wright, one of my favorite directors. The second movie in his. Blood and Ice Cream, Cornetto Trilogy. I'm not sure which... Are, are they both official? Or is it just the Cornetto? Or is it all I think one it, title? I think it's Blood and Cornetto. Is it Blood I think, and Cornetto? I, I think okay. Blood and Ice Cream is for stupid American people who don't know what Cornettos are. Okay. Oh, I was yeah. just going to ask, what's a Cornetto? Yeah. <laughs> it's ice cream. Yeah, I, I would have no idea what it is had I not seen any of the, <laughs> the Edgar Wright Trilogy. So what's the difference between a Cornetto and a Gelato? Gelato's Italian, right? Gelato's milk yeah. and eggs, bitch. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced O'Netters. <laughs> Alright, so why do they call it the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy? Because it's got violence, and at some point, uh, Nick Frost eats a Cornetto. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> okay. Uh, do, does he actually eat one in... Uh, I don't think he does. It, in, but in you the see the rapper. Yeah, the when he looks longingly at it as it yeah. pulls away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sad. But, you know, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost starring, and then Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg writing. So it's more like the collaborative 
bond between the three more than the thematic bond. And all, yeah, three, that, all three are kind of hyper genre. Well, that's Edgar Wright always, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, oh yeah. 110%. Yeah. So in this case, Hot Fuzz, the, the second of the, the trilogy, and it's kind of a loose trilogy, like, like we were saying. Yeah. There's not a, a lot that ties them together, other than a lot of the actors and... Yeah, hyperviolence. Yeah. Um, so th- this is the the ultimate cop movie, uh, and it, it it's kind of uh, goes in the complete opposite direction of uh, Shaun of the Dead, at least for Simon Pegg's character. Where in that one, he's eventually has to accept responsibility and just kind of grow up. In this, the the titular character, well, not titular character, but the main character. Uh, Nicholas Angel is is hyper grown up. He's too rigid. <laughs> He's too much of an adult. Uh, so well, I was I was like how they they kind of play off each other in that way. Yeah, I think that one of my problems with Hot Fuzz, which is probably why I, I rate it a bit lower than uh, Shaun the Dead, was that I'm not exactly sure. I just watched it today. I still don't know what Nicholas Angel, the main character, what his arc is. Because it seems they, they they it's like a fake out. I don't know if that's just the point that it's a fake out, or if they actually he does have an arc. Because the whole first half of the movie is he doesn't know how to shut off, and he's too crazy and rigid, and is trying to do things this crazy London way. And then it turns out, spoiler alert, that every single thing that he thought is validated, and he just has to be even more like himself than he was previously. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> I think that's. I think it, it is mostly supposed to be a fake out. I mean, yeah. he, he he does have somewhat of an arc where he comes to realize that it is better to do things, you know, with with a partner, uh, with with cooperation to loosen up a little bit. Uh, so he does learn to, to loosen up a little bit by the end of the movie. When do, I, 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 it, the scene where they're doing the paperwork, all of a sudden he's loosened up. Yeah, it seems like. But it, like, when did he learn that? When they watched movies, when they watched Bad Boys 2. Yeah, slow, so slowly throughout the movie, uh, uh, Nick yeah. Frost's character has been kind of working him. Right. You, you realize how lonely he is. And- Convincing him to be, you know, softer, but at the same time also, like, celebrating the fact that he's this kick-ass cop that he desperately yeah. wants. And, and, and ultimately, yes, it is a fake-out. Because by the end of the movie... He's peeling out in a car to go chase down like a jaywalker right. or whatever it is, and in a way, uh, what's the name of the town? Sanford. Sanford. Sanford might very well be worse off in the it's long a- run with <laughs> with Nick Angel running things than it was with the, the yeah. neighborhood. Well, pro- probably won't be all the murders, but <laughs> it, it, it probably won't be as pleasant a place to live. Well, definitely, yeah. So. That was the price they paid, murder, for having the perfect town. <laughs> mm-hmm. No more murders, no more perfect town. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, no, I, overall I agree that it is kind of... The main character really doesn't learn anything. Yeah. He just kind of... You know, other than that, it is actually better to... I mean, he does learn to loosen up a little bit. But All he, of a yeah, sudden. <laughs> well, by that point, they've, they've, they've come around to the other, the other cops that weren't in on it, but I come around to his way of thinking. So, I guess, <laughs> I guess it just reinforces what you're saying, where he was just even more validated. Yeah. 
See, like the first and the third movie, uh, End of the World, or what, what World's was this? End. World's End, I always say that name wrong. Um, and Shaun the Dead, the, like his main character has a very clear problem at the beginning and then works his way towards a solution, whereas Hot Fuzz, there's just that weird fake out. And I never could get like my hand on what the story was. Well, that's because it's the middle movie. I guess so, yeah. But also, in the early on, he talks about he doesn't use a gun anymore and all that. He totally changes all that to help stuff out. Well, right. I think kill that, was, well, like, that was more just playing on tropes. Than, yeah. Than yeah, but, like, but he was such a hard ass that if you were to ever pick up a gun, he'd just start wrecking shit. And that's, you know, he realized that he can't do that. So, but then at the end, he picks up a gun and just starts wrecking shit. That's, he did exactly what he knew he was always going to do if he picked up a gun. So he's validated his pre his his notions of himself from before. I guess I don't know. Right. I, so I just saw this for the very first time like two hours ago. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen it before, like drunk parties and everything, but I didn't remember any of it. Uh, and uh, that was my whole thing. The beginning it, it seemed like two totally different movies to me. The beginning, like you said, he's all rigid and and everything, and then all of a sudden he's just putting on sunglasses and shooting everything <laughs> that. Uh, Nick Frost asks him in the beginning of the movie, have you ever driven a car? <laughs> yeah, he winds up doing yeah. all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, he ends up doing all that stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the catchphrases and all that, which I know is, I know that's all part of the movie, but to me, it's some, something changed, but then you're right, at the end, it's still back to the paperwork, and I don't know. I don't know. I think you're right, but I'm saying he did change some. I don't think he didn't. He has. He wouldn't go out with a drink with them at first, and he's going out and getting. Didn't really get drunk with them, but he would at least have a drink, not just cranberry juice. I think the only change now that I think about it is that he seems to be having more fun. Whereas in the beginning, he was he was really scowly. He had broken up with his girlfriend. People would ask him about these awesome things he did, and he would say, "Yeah, I kick fucking ass, but it's not that cool." You know, you, you got to be real about these things. And then when he's kicking ass in the end, he kind of, I guess, he enjoyed the, that fact. So at the very end, when they're like, "Let's go kick the shit out of this." Jay Walker, he's all happy to do it. So maybe he's a happier person now. There it is. There, there is always the. <laughs> there's always. But he the hasn't high changed of, as a person. He's the high just, of camaraderie. Yeah. Happiness has changed. But who he is as a person hasn't changed. It's just he's happier about himself, I guess. There you go. All right. He used to be depressed about himself. Now he's happy. God damn it, Alex. What? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, so, so yeah let's jump back to the beginning real quick uh, about yeah. something you said he, his girlfriend begs up with him uh, was that Helen Mirren Kate Blanchett it's Kate, Kate Blanchett Kate Blanchett yeah kind of okay. a funny cameo I wonder how many people realized it was her especially because Kate Blanchett is Australian and she's basically only a voice in this movie yeah. so <laughs> they cast an Australian person for a British woman's voice so, wait how did you guys know that was her how could you tell the credits. Okay. Yeah. I I want to say I knew, but I'm not. But I was. Shit. But I was. I was <laughs> just about. To, I I was just about to say, Jeff. If you <laughs> let me finish, please. I want to say that I knew, but I also want to say that I am full of shit. <laughs> so. I like the way she dramatically takes off her forensic glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but once you know it's her, then then it's like, oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, you could totally tell once you know. They got the Lord of the Rings. Uh, light bulbs in the back to make her eyes shine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is funny. And then all the the cops in the beginning are a bunch of heavyweights. So you get yeah. Bill Nye. Oh, right, yeah. Martin Freeman. The science Martin Freeman guy? and uh, uh, what's Google? his face? Yeah, Coogan. Co- yeah, Steve Coogan. Yeah. She was only 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you blew the bloody doors off. <laughs> Why everybody's throwing up a going away party? Oh yeah. He, th- he thinks, oh, all these guys will be on my side because I'm a super cap. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that the whole scene is very Edgar Wright though. When he's when he's in the office, he's like, you yeah. sure you want me to call him? Yes. All right. And he just calls him, and then it just goes up the chain. Yeah. <laughs> Until the point where like all three of them are just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> But those are like, you want me to call the big guy? You want you really want me to get him all the way down here? And they just turn and he's standing right there. <laughs> awesome. And all the smash cuts that it, all the really fast cuts of his yeah. travel time. Yeah, as his cell phone service gets progressively worse as he gets further into the country. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, was a, yeah, it was a very nice way of showing and not telling. Yeah. He's yep. going to BFE. Yeah. And he's got the and he's got the plant with him. That's like, yeah, <laughs> his only friend. What, what was it? The, uh, the geranium. So the water lily, Japanese water lily. Yeah, the f- friendship plant. Uh, yeah, uh, friendship lily, something like that. It's a good way to date the movie too by looking at his cell phone. <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's a shitty cell phone. <laughs> it's older than I thought that movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, this movie's not that old. And I saw his cell phone. I was like, holy crap. It's, it is about the only thing that dates it though. I mean, Pretty much, that, yeah. I thought the movie's that old, but so they're in like a like a medieval cottage, basically, in, or a village. So, mm-hmm. and everybody's yeah, kind of retro dressed country kind of folk, anyway. So that's pretty much the one thing that's it would and be the, high movie, the movie catalog, which were kind of their oh. movies at the time, but yeah, DVDs. Be, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was just, I just took that as it's Europe, so they got those movies like five years after that. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Brian's movie collection. Except his movies only like his collection's only five movies long, and he just keeps watching them over and over again. <laughs> no, he his actual DVD collections like all stacked up, but his movies are all to the bottom now, and now it's all like Dumbo and Pinocchio and everything <laughs> well, stacked yeah. on top. And I don't think he's pulled any of his DVDs out. No, Alex probably knows Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I really like Simon Pegg in this movie. I, I generally like him as an actor. Um, and, and him and Nick Frost together are always good. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing this side of him, too, because he's usually kind of the goofball or the loser or something like that, like he is in the other two Cornetto movies. But this one, he gets to be a badass, and he's actually really good at it. Yeah, but I but I think uh, it's it's Nick Frost that really steals the show. Uh, yeah. He, he gets all the really, <laughs> all the really great lines. <laughs> and it's really his arc, too. He's the one that has more of an arc than... Nicholas Angel. There you go. Because like, he's Trump like, uh... shut, shut up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no right. way. That, that actually made me laugh. Good job, Alex. <laughs> That's a double whammy. Pissed off Scott and made me laugh. <laughs> but going back to what Wade said, I just, has he ever been like this in any other movies? Because I was thinking the same thing. He was actually serious, at least at the beginning of the movie. I've never he's seen been him. in a bunch of stuff that really didn't make it out of Britain. I know he's played a hitman in some movie that didn't look like it was worth seeing. Is, uh, is, that, even, is that even out yet? Or did that, uh, did that I come think, out? Yeah, I think recent. it is. No, it wasn't that recent, I don't think. But maybe it maybe got released in Britain a lot earlier. But uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff that you really doesn't make it over here. So he's probably played a more a variety of roles than we've seen. But nothing that really made it over here that I've ever seen him in. Yeah, all the stuff here is either these these Edgar Wright movies or like yeah. Mission Impossible, Star Trek, or whatever. He's still kind of run, playing. Fat Boy Run. Always kind of the <laughs> Let's loser. Let's not mention that movie. Jesus uh, H. Paul, Paul was a lot of fun. That was fun. Paul was but, fun. 
Right. Same kind of character, though. Yeah, yeah. it's basically the, the nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, let me ask you real quick. Is that the only movie with those two together that's not Edgar Wright? Or no? I mean, America, I should say. I, weren't they... Didn't they do voices in the... Uh, that French oh, cartoon? Oh, no, not the one I'm thinking of, but maybe they did there. The, the Peter Jackson one, it was about the... the like the journalist or the kid journalist. It was like a French comic strip or book what's that guy's name asterix no but no. it's like along that line i forget it it wasn't uh, very tintin? tintin that's it i yeah. don't know i'd have to check the credits i think but... they were like two like constables they were like some sort of little oh you're right yeah, yeah. The, the twin constables yeah i think that was that man yeah. that movie's awesome it's a great adventure flick well, oh and that spielberg yep. so of course but right, anyways yeah. They also cameoed in Land of the Dead. As oh, zombies. zombies, yeah, with that yeah. right too, right? Uh, I think it was just them two. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yep. When are we gonna get? When are we gonna get to the old lady getting kicked in the face? <laughs> I was, was going to save it for later, but since you brought it up, Alex, dude, it's uh, too good not to talk about <laughs> it right now. So, so, so yeah, we talk about how towards the end of the movie, all of a sudden he's doing all this badass stuff and he's really into yeah. it. And it, it all starts. That's kind of uh, how the pacing starts, is with yeah. him drop-kicking the old lady in the face. <laughs> which is top ten single greatest <laughs> moments of violence in the history of film. It got spoiled oh in the trailer, though, but yeah. it's still good. But, you know, I just... just re- I don't know if I ever noticed this except this watching, but in the very beginning, when the two Andes are saying, like, you know, we've got, everybody's got... Everybody and his mom's got guns out here. And he's like, oh, yeah, who? And he's like, well, farmers. Who else? And they're mums. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So then, what the very first thing he does is he finds the one farmer got character in the whole movie, beats up him, and then the, the guy like screams, "Mom!" And so that's his mom with the shotgun. <laughs> so it's the farmer and his mom literally have guns. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Andes. They, they go off screen, and then they come back yeah. on for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my top ten visual gags of all time yeah. I, I just like the idea that this police station has two detectives that obviously don't have to be dick all day long <laughs> they just sit in that office all day <laughs> but they're like these like like attitude mustache cops that wear like yeah. the aviator glasses and leather jackets <laughs> and just sit in a room all day <laughs> and that's my dream job yeah <laughs> and then that was a couple good uh, supporting roles for um Who? What do you play? Let's see. Oh, I mean, other British movies. Uh, You're talking about oh, the main. British, the, 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 the and, both of the Andes. Oh, Patty Constantine. Yeah, Patty Constantine. 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 Yeah. And uh, Samsonite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't recognize the other guy. So we're talking about the violence. <laughs> oh right, right. Yeah. So yeah, you get the, the dropkick, the old lady. Um, <laughs> Nose is all broken and she's yeah. tied up, bleeding all over. The she's place. all scowling, still defiant. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's worse is that that old lady looks a lot like my grandmother, so it's extra painful. <laughs> oh, I still laugh, but uh, it's like, oh, grandma. 
the reporter who has oh, the yeah. chunk of the building dropped on him. <laughs> and that was oh that gosh. was right out of left field. Yeah, I was not expecting that. And that that you talked about uh, tonal shifts of, of him all of a sudden being jovial. Like that kind of drove the point home. Oh wow, I guess this really is. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> getting real. Yeah, yeah, yeah shit's got real. I did expect that when I was watching it, and I don't know if it's just because that scene in The Omen is kind of similar when the lightning strikes the top of the church and the thing comes and stabs the guy, and every time I see a church with spikes, I think of that. <laughs> so maybe that's why that was in my head, but I totally, maybe not as much blood to come out, but I definitely was expecting that to happen for me. But there had already been several murders, and they were all like on a certain level, and that really exceeded the level all of a sudden. Yeah, because maybe yeah. the blood I wasn't expecting, but I still expected it to go that pretty much like that. I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> it just pulps his, his head. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like kind of like he's stumbling around. <laughs> yeah, he, walks, he just still stands up like yeah. seconds. That was harsh. I would say the one thing when the first murders happen and he gets the call and he's like decaffeinated. Yeah, decaffeinated. <laughs> and then it shows the heads on the street. Yeah. That I was a joke. <laughs> After the, the reporter murder, you're like after the great dream like, gets serious all of a sudden and starts like, barking out orders and makes, right. makes Nick Frost tell you to like, stand around and yeah. <laughs> it's raining, they're wearing the rain gear on. You know what to do. <laughs> and he's still got the stupid little cowboy hat on. He's wearing that. see and he gets upset and he runs off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, all the scenes with them when they're they're sort of like like a like a dating couple. They're sort of like a romantic couple. All the weird like homoerotic undertones mm-hmm. between their two characters. That's true. So yeah, they're shut up. I don't know how. Yeah, there there is no. Yeah. <laughs> he invites him to come back inside for coffee. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I never really thought about it. Uh, there's obviously no real love interest. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're basically the couple. Yeah, as as it is in any buddy cop movie. <laughs> yeah. They just layer on that. Just they're they're a dating couple right over the top of it. <laughs> so speaking of murders, so <laughs> Chris Angel is uh, investigating everything. He's making all these uh, assumptions, and then he finally comes up to. He, uh, Nicholas Angel. Ex- yeah, I was yeah, kidding. Nick, Nick, sorry. Mind <laughs> <laughs> And he's explaining all these theories and everything, and they kind of make sense, and then <laughs> he actually gets the big reveals, like, no. <laughs> the greater <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> he had a stupid house. <laughs> Kids. Crusty jugglers. Crusty <laughs> <Trust> jugglers. <laughs> the greater good. So I had to turn subtitles on for this movie, of course. Of course. <laughs> and and when, English, English. <laughs> and when they're chasing him, when you know the big reveal happens, and they just <laughs> they just keep saying "crusty jugglers" on my screen, and just kept saying that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking me up. And yeah, so a, a lot of things get foreshadowed throughout the the whole movie. You talk like everything. Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah, this yeah, is one sure. of the most. Yeah, the, the, the Cornetto is one of the most efficient films of all time. All the every movie, every single thing gets foreshadowed or called back or something. So it, it 
the the main villain pretty much announces that he's the villain. Uh, Tim Dalton, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, you think that it's like a red herring most of the time, but jogging along at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you have to catch me. I'm a slasher. Yeah, of prices. <laughs> Gold. Gold. Yeah, and then like every time he's driving by, like one of the crime scenes, the the thing that's playing on his radio is very appropriate. Like he's playing the fire after when he's driving by the the house that exploded. With a shitting and grin on his face. <laughs> Timmy Dalton is fantastic in this movie, I've yeah. got to say. Yeah. Just super smug the entire time. Yeah, incredibly smug. Yeah. Rural British. <laughs> and he gets some serious comeuppance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I did I did like that he like didn't die. Like that there's yeah. that they, they all wound up being arrested. Right. Like <laughs> all these people get shot. Uh huh. And it just kind of flies in the face of, you know, real life. But yeah. but in a movie, <laughs> that's how that's how it works. Yeah, except and, for the one guy at the very end. Yes, except for the one guy at the very end. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, even that even that got brought around. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was going to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the foreshadowing. Listen, I'm trying to remember now. I say this is the first time I've seen it, but they're in the car, and every single person who's walking by. Simon Pegg's pointing out a problem with him. And look, he's wearing a long coat. What's he hiding? I think eventually later in the movie, the guy is pulling a gun out of yeah, his coat. Yeah, was the first guy to open fire on him in, yeah. the, in the town <laughs> yeah. square. He did have a machine gun under the coat. Yeah, but why is he wearing his hat like that? Because he's got a fuck ugly face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then uh, eventually after the big fight, he, he thanks the, the kid. Another hilarious moment of foreshadowing. What's your name, son? Aaron A. Aronson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That got me. Yeah. Even that joke's getting called back too. Yeah. The, the Andes. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wade already mentioned that this is his uh, second or third favorite of the children. Or do you like this more than th- World's End? You know, I I think I I liked World End less than this one the first time I saw it, but I think they're about the same now, honestly. I, I feel like Hot Fuzz is a lot more fun from beginning to end. Yeah. There, there's kind of a big build-up to At World's End. It's That one just feels more subdued. Like, Edgar Wright didn't feel like doing a lot of the stuff he did in the previous two movies. You think? Or Scott Pilgrim, for that matter. Yeah. All like that, you, still, like, you, still, you still get some cool, yeah. You still get the the frenetic uh, action and the cool like close ups, like when they're pouring the beer, just to, like make yeah. mundane things look interesting. Yeah, but I don't think it really kicks into gear until later in the movie. That is true. It doesn't really start getting crazy until later. In the world's end, do they hop over uh, fences and go through backyards? There's, I think there is a reference to that, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Because that's it's been a while since I've seen Shaun of the Dead, but that was something that happened in that movie. Yeah, too. that's definitely a callback to that. <laughs> yeah, but World's End has Rosamund Pike. That's true. So, yeah, so yeah, no love interest in, in Hot Fuzz at all. Yeah, and I have to say, some of the slapsticky stuff got me in this when Nick Frost <laughs> stumbles through the gate or the yeah. fence, cracking <laughs> yeah. up, <laughs> him throwing the paint can and hitting them in the head, stuff like that. Got yeah. Me Gets the brain freeze. Just trying to eat the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Step on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I want to bring up one thing before I forget it is the two uh, Game of Thrones guys, the Hound and Walter Frey. Was there anybody yes. else? Yarp. Uh, Yarp. No. Who? I think those are the only two Game of Thrones guys. Yeah. Well, I like how Walter Frey had to be translated by a guy who had to be translated. Yeah. I like that. that <laughs> that's a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's another great little character. <laughs> he finally understands him at the end. Yeah. Which... Again, through the the power of teamwork or whatever you want. To right, call. right. Uh, but yeah, that that the, the NARP line is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Thinks about it for a second. Yeah. NARP. NARP. <laughs> All right, good. Thanks, <laughs> uh, When you knocked him into the freezer, did you say cool off? No. <laughs> But earlier there was a bit when he was playing with the monkey and I said, playtime's over. <laughs> and then there's the point break moment. Yeah. With the <laughs> another callback with the, the goo or the swan. <laughs> so or they really know that's like the first thing they have to do is chase down the swan. Oh yeah, it's, it keeps right. popping up. Mm-hmm. And they actually stop in mid chase to grab it. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting another opportunity, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so what uh, for Jeff and Alex? Uh, you, you've seen all three movies, right? Nope. Nope. We're still missing one. You haven't what? seen Shaun of the Dead? I've seen Shaun of the Dead. Okay, I own okay. it. <laughs> okay. Dick. I'm gonna say. You never seen World's End? I haven't seen that one. <sighs> yeah, me either. <sighs> I wish. I, just... I wish it was real. I, that that's like a thing I really want to do. Like, cause it's <laughs> some English, some sleepy English town. You just get shit face walking from pub to pub. Let's just go to Newport no, Beach again. <laughs> <laughs> probably would make it past, like, the third pub. <laughs> Why can't you go to some English town and get go get drunk from pub yeah. to pub? What's stopping you from we'll getting Well, no, but, like, no, this one, like, actually has, like, a... There's, like, a pseudo-folk thing where, oh, you're supposed to do it in this order. Yeah, it was like the Mulberry Mile or something like that. Yeah. It was like a circuit that you have to do. That was like part, of, like a big part of the plot. Sounds like twelve beers at Christmas to me. Yeah, it basically is. Yeah, <laughs> and we know how that we, we all know how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So si- side story. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows what bar golf is. That's listening in. Uh, for starters, bar golf is a young man's game. It is. Let's, let's, it let's, is. let's, let's get that out of the way right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so, it was uh, Alex's birthday, right? Yeah, it was my birthday. Uh, Alex wanted to do bar golf. Basically, you go from bar to bar, and at each each bar, there is a there's two drinks. One is for par, one is for birdie. Or you uh, and hole in one. one. So there's three oh, drinks. Oh, there's three drinks. Yeah. There was no birdie. There was just two options. It was just par, no, hole in one. No, it was par, birdie, and hole in one. No, I think there? it was only two. There were two, only two options. Yeah, that, yeah. It was just at, at any rate, at any rate, there's there's two drinks. You could take like oh a beer or do a shot, and it got progressively worse as you go along. To the point where you're drinking half yards of beers. Yeah. Towards the end, um, Alex originally wanted to do 18, <laughs> and we were we were able to talk him down to, the, to just nine. Executive bar golf. Yeah, executive bar golf. And the last hole was a Grand Slam breakfast, so... Yeah, I think, <laughs> the last bar was Denny's. <laughs> I think, I think like, like, 30 of us set out, I think five or six actually finished. Yep. Like, it was horrible. I didn't finish, but I got second. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> because I did so many holes in one that I. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. You have to have somebody sober keeping track of the score. Yeah. I Annie, I don't know. I might have. Yeah. I don't even know what my score was because, at one point, I was just by myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that happened to a few people. Uh, but anyways, if yeah, if 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 you have a a place in town that has several bars, yeah, you're in your early to mid twenties. This is the perfect time to <laughs> yes, play. Yes. You will not get any other opportunities. <laughs> you have to all dress like you're gonna play golf, though. Also, that's part that of it. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we were in our early to mid twenties when we did this. Yeah, I think I was turning like either twenty six. I was not in my thirties. I just know that. Yeah. The last one. Or am I thinking of 12 Bars of Christmas, the one where Alex walked home? <laughs> oh, that, that was, was 12 Bars of Christmas. That was that's later. Okay. Yeah. We made it, we made it to like five bars? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was more late 20s. For you guys, late 20s, yeah. We made it to more, well, at least the one I went with you guys on. We made it to a pretty respectable amount. We, it, was, it wasn't near 12, though. No. It was like, but it was like seven or eight. No, no, yeah. We, yeah. I, I, it's much like the song. You never get all the way through it. <laughs> Five golden I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. God, it must have sucked to live when that was the only form of entertainment. Let's sing, that are just let's sing one of our three Christmas songs and sit by the fire. And, <laughs> and some young Christmas dudes are like, let's play 12 Ales of Christmas. <laughs> That's something we should do right now. So Eggerite does make drinking in a pub look really, really. He shoots good. beer so appetizingly. Yes, he does. <laughs> Even in this movie too, I notice. I'm like, he shoots beer in the same way. This must have convinced him to make a movie all about pubs because when he picks up like the pints at whatever that bar that they keep going to, it looks so delicious. The Winchester. <laughs> the win- uh, no, the, uh, the the second movie. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recall what they drink in the Winchester. I don't think he really shot the beer to look especially good there. But in uh, in this movie, it's just like golden and fizzing, and just looks just awesome. Looks like it's glowing. Mm-hmm. It'll save. Uh, I think I want to do World's End at some point after you guys have all seen it. Yeah. There's there's some great great uh, conceits in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of beer looking delicious, I remember in. A- Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. For some reason, that scene where they're uh-huh. early on and they're in that little bar. Oh, man, that beer never looked so good in my entire life. <laughs> I almost left the movie to go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and he spends like a minute of screen time pouring like two glasses of beer, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, it looks so good. His Did he call for two beers with his uh, pointer in his thumb? <laughs> Try beer. That's not the German too. <laughs> it is. You, 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 <laughs> you have to hold up both pinkies. Uh, <laughs> uh, common, common mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hateful Eight's gonna be so good. When's that come out? Uh, it's supposed to have a very limited release on Christmas or New Year, and then it'll be out a couple weeks later. Mm. Yeah, I think it's December for like. 70 millimeter screen projection projections only limited yeah. release so then... we we have a good shot of seeing one that isn't that far away yeah we live in southern california yeah so 
Anyways, uh, any other highlights from the movie you guys wanted to, to mention? I think I hit most of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, I, I did like, again, another callback, uh, the the horrible acting true. <laughs> How I it fucking killed me when they finished the the Romeo and Juliet with the the cardigan song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, oh, and Simon Pegg's eyes just like go crazy, <laughs> just standing in mute horror. <laughs> yeah. Well, he murdered Shakespeare. Who? Oh. <laughs> I love how it was like the Romeo plus Juliet yeah. Baz Luhrmann yeah, stage yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> the girl with the with the angel wings and <laughs> the crosses. Uh, and then you find out, yeah, they were killed because they were bad actors. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the the other couple had been in like extras in some movie. Yeah, like they were semi professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one played a zombie, one played a corpse, or something like that. He wrote that I was thirty three, but I was really thirty five. <laughs> There was one part where I noticed uh, – I wanted to go back and see if it was true or not because I saw like a little – like after that couple had been killed, there was like a little handbill for uh, for the Romeo plus Julia play. And the couple that was on it didn't look exactly like the original couple. So I was wondering if they actually got the, the two replacement people and, and already had like advertisements for their new version of Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> which I thought would have been perfect. But I didn't rewind to actually see if that was true. It probably isn't. That's probably a bit too much detail to hope for. But <laughs> it would have been cool. I don't, I don't know. I you're right. Man, just cramming a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The other scene that I thought was cool was the whole tiny town. Little yeah, the car shows up in the cliff. Deal with that. <laughs> and you think the cars land in this? To me, I didn't thought it was a city or whatever. Not a city, but a little area. And then it's a kid playing there, and yeah. there's a Godzilla fight breaks out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's really hurt. <laughs> Man, he sells it. Yeah. It, it, it did really hurt. I'm going to need some ice cream. <laughs> well, there's plenty of ice cream back at the station. <laughs> there is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny whole, thing. The whole yeah. dessert thing they've got going. Yeah. I'll make sure they get their just, just dessert. dessert. <laughs> <laughs> you, his, his predecessor. Uh, oh, yeah. He had, he, had one, he had one thing you didn't have. What's that? A great big bushy beard! The grades are good. Yeah, which is the translation of the Latin thing that they're saying at the very beginning, uh, when he first stumbles upon them. When they're doing the ominous Latin chanting, they're saying, for the greater good in Latin. Mm. <laughs> you should have known that, that was... Yeah, so should you two, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Why didn't you know that, Jeff? Because I got a D in Latin. That's why. <laughs> Get it. Um, looking at the trivia here, I didn't actually notice this myself. Uh, the the blackboard on the the bar during the shootout says two shooters for the price of one." Ah, uh, <laughs> and there the two of them behind the bar. Yeah, and That's they funny. both get taken out when he shoots out the. Oh uh, right, yeah. The the chandelier thing, or whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. This movie's awesome. It's on Netflix. It's highly yeah, recommended. Watch everything that Edgar Wright's ever made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that long of a list, so... Spaced and then this. 
Yeah. Like feature feature films, it's like five. These ten. These three, uh, the Scott Pilgrim, and Ant-Man. anything else? Ant Man. <laughs> Part of it. Half of no, it. not really Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he doing something he's, soon? He's got something? Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Which sounds absolutely insane. Like a uh, like a baby that drives. Yes. <laughs> Literally a baby driver. Clown, clown baby. Uh, coming out in uh, 2017. 2017? Yeah. Oi. So between World's End and Baby Driver, that'll be four years. Because uh, Ant-Man. Because Ant-Man. Ant-Man was uh, a... Edgar Wright needs to work. Ant-Man was a pretty good movie, but... You, you can uh. see the Edgar Wright touches in it, though. Yeah. Uh, like, both the scenes where he's doing the flashback. Uh, yeah, those are the best. Yeah, those those are great. He's more of a neo-cubist kind of guy, yeah. but whatever. But then I had this rosé that saved the day. <laughs> you know I'm not into white black. <laughs> so I actually heard those scenes weren't from him. Really? Oh, and yeah. Everyone says, everyone assumes that they're from him, but they weren't. I mean, uh-huh. I don't sure not, but I heard that so everyone thinks that's him, and he's like, no, because that would be too much me. People would be expecting that. But I think because they took it over for him, they said, oh, we should do some scenes like that. I uh, the, the train at the end. It's a very yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Four years between movies. Sad. And then really between Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim was another three. So it's like Stubrick. So yeah, he does take his time. Like Stubrick? Is that what Kubrick. you said? <laughs> I just said Stubrick. <laughs> Stubrick. <I made> Kubrick. <laughs> Makes a mean mistake. Yeah. mistake. Yeah. Old Stu. And Quentin Tarantino takes a while between movies too. Not really. It seemed like it was like last year when he was saying, "I'm never going to make Hateful Eight because people stole my script." And then it's like, "Oh, by the way, Hateful Eight comes out in six months." <laughs> like what? <laughs> he, um, there was the Grindhouse trailer for Don't. Right. Yeah, which was the best of the trailers. Oh, my money. They were all awesome. They were the, the most. Yeah, almost all of them were great. <laughs> uh, don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> Uh, even the Eli Roth one was really good. The, the kill giving or whatever yeah. it was. Thanksgiving. Thanks killing. <coughs> right? no, I think it was just called Thanksgiving. Uh, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Carved. <laughs> yes. I think we are talking about that line from Michael Bean in that trailer. There's a bloody head just stump on the ground and he just he licks the blood. <laughs> it's blood. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, the machete thing. Uh, the first time I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was, that, was like a, that was like a life-affirming moment for me. Uh-huh. It's like, there's no way this is not going to become a real movie. Yeah. Well, no, I, I never even thought that. I was just, oh, I just, that. just some of those lines from the trailer. <laughs> they fuck with the wrong, wrong Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's my wife and daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I like Machete. Art. Yeah, that's fun. The movie, both of them actually. Oh, I still haven't seen the second one. And then I don't had uh, Lucy Punch. She's the the bad actress. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She looked familiar, but I couldn't place her. All right, we done? Uh, I think so. Unless somebody else has something. I think I've All said right. quite enough. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> uh, 
All right, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Wade always starts the podcast off great, and then he does that. I, don't know what's going on. I, you know, I'll never quite understand this whole ritual. I'm real. I'm just faking my way through it. No, that's that's you're, you're doing it the right way. Uh-huh. You're doing it the right way. Whoa, whoa. Um, for me, don't have much. The Destiny expansion came out. Just started playing that. Seems pretty cool. I know Alex is going to get it soon. I don't know about you, Scott, even on your PS4. Um, but so far, it's been pretty cool. i been playing that. Um, and there was one other thing I was going to say, and now I forgot. Holy crap. Oh, the Jungle Book trailer came out, which was really good. I don't know if you guys see it. I did not, but it's... I've heard about it, but I have not seen it's it. It's John Favreau directed, right? Yeah. Huh. He already did the... Oh, that's right. I keep, forget... I keep mixing up Jungle Book with Jumanji. Well, he did Zeth Zathura. Which yeah, that's what I was saying. He's like, he already did the space space version of Jumanji. But like, oh, that's right. It's it's Jungle Book, not Jumanji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think supposedly the whole thing is CG except for the little boy. The forest, mm. the animals, and everything. So, from the trailer, it looked pretty good. Is this a Disney thing, or is this just you're just taking the, the property and then somehow it's a No, it's Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. Okay. Yeah. Which is weird, because they already made a live-action Jungle Book. Was that Disney? Yeah, Jason Scott Lee starred in it. Well, I know I know they made the live, but are you sure it was Disney? Yeah. Okay. It was Disney. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I haven't seen that. I never even heard of the one you guys are talking about. But from this, this looked pretty good. They just showed. They didn't show much, but they sh- the Scarlett Johansson is talking the whole time, and she plays the snake, and it sounded pretty good. And she gives the line for the trusted me, and apparently the one they they showed at the Disney convention. Bill Murray's playing Blue, and you hear him singing the Bare Necessities and stuff like that. Hmm. So, so it's going to have good. it's going to have the musical numbers. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Interesting. Wow. I mean, the trailer hmm. didn't show that, but this is what I've heard. Some people who saw D twenty three, they said that you heard Bill Murray sing the song. Now, maybe he's not singing the whole thing, and he just says a couple of lines. But I guess Christopher Walken. There's a bunch of people are in. It. They said everyone who said they saw it at D twenty three was really good, and from the trailer I saw, it was actually pretty good. So Bill Murray and stupid. Christopher Walken are, are, are voices in this movie? Yeah. Yes. Sounds like a lot of stunt casting to me. <laughs> have have ah. Murray and Walken ever been in anything together? I'm trying to think of a slutty actress. Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> 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 uh, Carrie Fisher, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> hey <laughs> Angelica Houston? <laughs> So, anyway, that's all my news. Um, Alex. A little sad tidbit here. Pacific Rim 2 probably not going to get made. What? Yeah. It's in studio politics mumbo-jumbo land. Development hell. Yeah. So that's probably not going to happen unless uh, Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak does astronomical numbers. Now what's Crimson Peak about? Has anybody seen anything about that? Nope. Not really. No. But I feel it's got like, like Scott, Scott's favorite actor in it. Mm. The Rock? Is The Rock in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Loki. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yes. The Hids. The Hids, yeah. <laughs> I got the Hids. <laughs> I'm really scared, Doug. <laughs> 
but hey, they they did cancel that, but they just announced they're going to do a uh, Godzilla versus King Kong movie. They're they're not going to do that. I think that uh, like the nuke, they want to do a King Kong movie, but uh, it had to be open to be in the same universe as the Godzilla movie, so they could do a King Kong versus Godzilla in the future. If they wanted to. Okay. But the thing that. with that is that King Kong in the in the previous movie was like twenty feet tall, and Godzilla in the previous movie was like a thousand feet tall. I know. So, <laughs> well, Ant Man Shrinking Machine will come into play, and yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Del Toro has his hands in a lot of projects that just never go anywhere. I think a lot of that. I think that's true for a lot of directors. Probably a lot of writer directors also, like Edgar Wright, get their stick their hands on a lot of things, work on something for a while, and then jump off of it into something else. It's like, oh, this is getting stupid. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's possible. Oh, Peter Jackson wants to do it again. Well, fuck him. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. Any news? Uh, let's see. So, you guys heard that there's going to be a new Mr. Show reunion. Oh, show. I did not. Awesome. Yeah, they're getting the gang back together. So that's going to be on HBO. I think it's just, oh, Netflix, actually. Sweet. So that's going to be pretty cool. And it was funny because I was, because, you know, uh, Paul F. Tompkins has this really cool web series called Speakeasy that, like, no one watches. Oh, yeah, I've seen lots of those. Yeah, like, each one has, like, 100,000 views. Like, that's about it. And uh, it was I was watching one from Bill Odenkirk that was, like, three years ago. And he's like, yeah, and maybe, like, two years you want to do, like, a Mr. Show, like, reunion thing. I'm like, that's, that's, that's that's going to happen. Like it's going to, it's about to air. <laughs> he was actually true about that. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's the core. So obviously Bob and Dave, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, Tom, Tom Kenny, Brian Posehn, Tom Kenny of SpongeBob. SpongeBob Bob, Dave, nowadays. Yeah. 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 Used to be of Mr. Show. And now he's of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard than Croesus probably. What, what was the, the woman's name? I don't remember his wife's name. The one from the Larry Sanders show. The one from twenty four, yeah, that one. Oh, her. Uh, oh no, no, probably her? not. Because... Marilyn Reischkob. No, I don't. Yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> no, she left the show because she was David Cross's uh, girlfriend, yeah. and they broke up, and she quit the show. So oh. that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's what you were saying. The, I thought you said the wife. I thought that was. Well, there was she, well she was Tom Kenny's. Player. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Tom Kenny's wife is on Mister Show also, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had one of my. Is it the moments. really skinny one that got? Hit? Uh, hit with a pan. I, don't know. Uh, I just remember from that that skit oh. where the guy goes into the gas station to get change. Yeah, and the guy just keeps calling the line. She's the woman that leaves. Yeah, <laughs> she just randomly looks over at him and goes, "Jag off." No, she says, "Why don't you take a her. picture? It lasts longer." Jag off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Tom Kenny's wife. She'll probably be back if he is. And so and, they've already and they've already filmed this. You said or no? Because he's busy with the uh, the Breaking Bad show now, right? The new well, one. He had time. So. He's got enough time, yeah. Because there's a All teaser right. trailer out for it. It's going to happen. Cool. Yeah, cool, it's cool. already been filmed. Better so, call Saul. Uh, yeah, well, he better not. The better, honestly, I, I love Mister Show and all, but if I hope this doesn't delay another season, of Better Call Saul. Yeah, <laughs> that shows. That shows awesome. So did you guys hear that apparently uh, any any Doctor Who fans here? Not really. Yeah, no. I stopped watching. Oh, you did? It was. I mean, I, I still enjoy it, but it's kind of like The Simpsons. It's like I've seen enough. Oh, uh, yeah. 
You're the one who got me into into watching it in the first place. I learned from watching you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I got this new thing called heroin that's even better. <laughs> well, apparently the latest like companion is quitting, and he's going to do something else. So that's news, apparently, to people who watch Doctor Who. Hmm. Wait, the guy that plays Doctor Who? No, the, 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 the girl. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. she's, not, she's not that exciting of a character anyway, so... Isn't that like a, at this point, in Doctor Whodom or whatever they call it, uh, <laughs> isn't that like a career-making role at this point? Uh, no. Because I, I think the, the, the biggest star that's been a companion so far would have been, what's her name, like Rose Tyler. I don't know what her actress's name is, but she was in... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, oh no no I guess, I guess she's the biggest star now that's uh, yeah the Scottish oh, redhead I shit her name. yeah I, I forgot an Aiden oh. something maybe or something like that I forget what it is McDougal. Emily Emily Pond yeah Emily Pond was the was a character's name I forget the actress's name she was in what's him call it she was the blue one. Oh, okay without an oh no hair yeah yeah she's unrecognizable she doesn't sound or look anything like yeah. what she looks like in Doctor Who. Not the green one, the blue one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what about the big purple one? (laughs) That was a guy. What about the duck? We we should... What about the duck? We'll probably start hearing relatively soon about uh, that getting started again. Oh, Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they've been on it this whole time. Because I think they realized this was going to be a giant cash cow, like the instant like well, the trailer. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure that like the groundwork's up, but I mean, like, like when filming's going to start or something like that. Or, I actually like, start did setting hear... up principal photography or something. Yeah, yeah I did hear that. It's actually I just heard that the other day. I think they did start. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you think they would have fast tracked that? Because it made. <laughs> they well, they, they, they would have made sure that the actors were available. <laughs> they probably built it in their contract that if we do a sequel, you have to do it. It's still not coming out till May 2017, so a year and a half away. 2017 is looking great. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, Marvel has all these freaking movies lined up. Like, uh, Doctor Strange just keeps getting all this cast. Like, Rachel McAdams has just signed on to be in that movie. And just, Who's going to be Doctor Strange? Oh, it's going to be uh, Sherlock, right? Sherlock. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> all right, is that it? Wade? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Scott. Um, quick review. Uh, I Wade might have been the only one that saw this. I just because it garnered so much Academy attention. I watched uh, August Osage County. I did not watch that. Super fucking depressing. Yeah, pretty much any any movie that's based on a play is just gonna be depressing. It's like a family melodrama, right? Uh, it it goes way beyond melodrama. Okay, yeah. See, I can't. I, I like good cinema. I like good writing. But if the stakes are just, are we going to be sad or not? I just can't. Yeah, I just can't. I mean, it's it. it's well acted. It's well shot. It's got some great actors in it, um, who who do have some good turns. But ugh. yeah, I just sit like. It gets depressing, and then it gets more depressing, <laughs> and then there's like this big reveal at the end, and it's like Jesus Christ! They just keep piling it on. <laughs> and it's funny because the it's like billed as a comedy drama. What? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I was not laughing. Yeah, I think I was watching like the previous Oscars, and I was seeing stuff from that popped up, and I had no interest. No interest at all. Did not get any kind of comedy read off of anything I've seen from it. That and then a, a quick question for everybody. Has anybody watched uh, Narcos? Yes, I just been, finished it like been, a day or two ago. Been told it's pretty good? Yes or no? Um, it is pretty good. Um, it's not amazing, uh, but it's it's a good, solid show, if you like. The kind of like, you know, criminal procedural kind of shows where you're following like a kingpin and his rise and fall, things like that. The two things that are strange about it are, one, um, a lot of his narration by a secondary character, like the guy that's trying to track Pablo down. A lot of it is him just sort of narrating through historical events. Okay. Which is a bit strange. So, um, so is so is Pablo like the central point of view, or is it other people? He's kind of a, he, it's kind of he's he's about sixty percent the main character, and then forty percent of the main character is the American guy trying to capture him. Okay, basically, um, and what it'll do strange things because it's so deep, based on the facts and the current event and the, the events of of that era. Um, it'll cut to when it's talking about events of Columbia at that time, it'll cut to like news footage of the things that are happening, but also involving the act, the characters that are played by actors on the show. So they'll have like the president of Columbia played by an actor. Then they'll cut to news footage of the actual president of Columbia doing the thing that they were just talking about. So you're seeing a different person. Mm. (laughs) So you see, like, there's a lot of footage of the actual Pablo Escobar, who looks really doesn't look very much like <laughs> the actor playing him. It doesn't look like uh, Adrian Grenet or no. No, I was it didn't say Vinny Chase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like Fat Vinny Chase. He looks, like, he looks more like he looks almost like Dustin Hoffman, the actual Pablo Escobar. I didn't really realize. <laughs> he looks like a very chubby Dustin Hoffman. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of jarring. I, I kind of I, I would I, I like the fact that you got to see some of the actual real stock footage, so you know, like, wow, this actually happened. There it is. I'm looking at it. But I wish they wouldn't show the actual people that they're fictionally portraying. Also, it takes you out. I think too much. Good. But I'd say give it a shot. Okay. Do they go over all the zoo animals that he had in his ranch that like escaped? They well, not so much how, like escaping, but they do talk about like he's okay. Let's go see the hippos. Yeah. At one point, he like points to a tree, and there's a whole bunch of like exotic birds, and he's like, "They told me they they would train them to stay in the in the tree." And he's like, "Stay in the tree, you fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> you can't just shout at things and make the and have them obey you, Bob Pablo. You've got to learn this about life." <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who said he's from uh, Colombia, from Bogota, and he said yeah. there's the hippos there have kind of started breeding and like thriving in the, the yeah. Amazon there or whatever, <laughs> not Amazon, but in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. That because of hit, they're, they're basically Pablo's hippos that have just kind of started doing their thing. Pablo, uh, I mean, uh, hippos are mean too, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, extremely territorial. Yeah. Number one killer in Africa. Yeah, crazy. And Disneyland. And <laughs> Disneyland. Well, the, when they wiggle their ears, that's when you know that they're this dangerous. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> God, how many years ago was it they, they, they stopped even shooting the the caps? Really? They don't even shoot the caps anymore? No. No, they don't. They don't even, like, they then, as a joke, the, the people doing the rides yeah. would, like, make the, the finger the finger gun and, like, point at him and go, bang, bang, bang. That's Like, up in the air. 
but I don't think they're allowed to even do that anymore. Wow. Now they just have give flashlights. Some, yeah, just give some spiel about, oh, yeah, just like don't look at them or we'll just try to get through this quickly or something. Ugh. There's no thrills. As a child, I thought that we had ba- barely escaped death. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah Mr. But, <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is now Mr. Toad's Sunday Driving. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toad, yeah, Mr. Toad's Daily Commute. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Toad's me. non-alcoholic brunch on Sunday. Wade <laughs> started to say Mr. Toad's. I think it'd be Toad's. A- <laughs> <laughs> totally different, right? Directed by Stubing. <laughs> Stubrick. Stubrick, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Stubrick. <laughs> yeah, tour Stubrick. <laughs> Just the one name. Stubrick. <laughs> Alright, anything else, Scott? Nope. I just remembered one thing that someone pointed me today. It's a video on YouTube. It's Hell's Club Every Bar Mashup. And it's pretty good. Check it out. It's- oh, I heard about that. Yes. I wanted to see that. I totally forgot about it. I will check that out. It's basically they've taken all these scenes from every bar scene in every movie and they just kind of edit it together like it's from one movie and it's like one whole thing going on. And they edit it right, they change they mapped the color so it doesn't look you're you know totally changing from different movies the whole time and it's pretty good. It actually starts with like Anakin and Obi Wan going into that bar from Attack <laughs> of the Clones. And then there's Carlito's Way looking out onto Tony Montana, and then you have Tom Cruise from Cocktail, looking over at the one from uh, the Michael Mann movie. Just all these different versions of people looking at each other. It's really good. So, kind of goes, the crossover kind of goes well with our podcast. Way better, way better than we could ever do. That's a very good point, guys. But, you know, that reminds me. I've got this, got this uh, weblog that's fascinating. It covers this exact thing that we're talking about right now. And it's at filmrex.com, film rex.com. So if you were to uh, go to that website, you'd see all sorts of interesting things, including the thing that we were just talking about. So why don't you just keep talking about that? Just, just start, 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 start now. <laughs> all right. So that's it for this episode. But before we leave, got to pick a topic. That's me. And I want to talk about Equilibrium. Yes. I know that's a movie that some people like and some, a lot of people hate. Um, I don't know where you guys stand on this. Sounds like Alex likes it. Oh, it's no <laughs> ultraviolet, but no, good right. God, <laughs> ultraviolet kind of soured equilibrium for me, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. I wish I were a command. <laughs> Actually, I wish I was a command. <laughs> Hey, wait, don't you have a website? Actually, I do, you know. It, it, that reminds me. I do have a... Uh, let's do it again. I was going to try to, like... I, I was, I was going to, like, set myself up, but then you set, my, set me up, and I wasn't ready for it. You, I was going to set myself Filmrex.com. up. Filmrex.com. Then you set myself up. R-E-X.com.